Welcome back to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm Jessica Von Zastro, a student worker at the Wilkes Institute, and in this episode, I will be continuing my conversation with Janie Kamara. This is the second of a three-part interview with Janie Kamara, Miami University's student body president. In this segment, Janie will be discussing ways in which her studies and her leadership approach focus on diversity and intersectionality. Let's hear what she has to say now. Hi, Janie, and thanks for being back on the podcast to talk a bit more about the leadership experiences that shaped your growth here at Miami. You've been very involved on campus for the last several years. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because in all of these different leadership roles that you've been involved in, they really have been centered on this concept of advocacy and making sure that you are a person who can raise other people's voices. Yeah. And that's something that you're studying academically, too. Oh, yes. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you decided on what you were going to major in? Because (laughs) you have two different majors, and one of them is in the Western program. Yes. So would you be able to tell people what those mean Mm -hmm. and how you eventually came to the point where that's what you decided? you were going to pursue. Absolutely. My major journey was a roller coaster because <laughs> I came in as a political science major. And something that I learned over time is I really value intersectional work. I really value the ways in which societies kind of navigated around people of color and just marginalized communities. And I didn't find that in poli-sci because poli-sci is focused on political theory and political ideologies. And I'm more involved with like, the social side of that. And so I bounced around next to international studies, and then I realized that's not for me. And so I came across Black World Studies um, because I took a course my sophomore year, Intro to Black World Studies, and I had a phenomenal professor, Dr. Wilson O'Kella, who's sadly not at Miami. But getting to critically analyze my own identity and understand how that is deeply tied and rooted into the functions of this country was super eye-opening for me. And I wanted, and I knew that from there I wanted to continue this journey. And so I knew that I wanted to add another major and that involved leadership, particularly focusing on like the different leadership styles and how I can apply that to my own co-curriculars. And so I found the Western program and the program is amazing. It's this place where it's very student driven, very student centered. And I got the opportunity to like combine different classes and different areas I've worked in to create the, the major of diversity and leadership. And so even now I get to analyze different leadership styles and different leadership types. And so this past January, I went to San Francisco to meet with a lot of female entrepreneurs and understanding how they got to where they are in their leadership journey. And so I get the opportunity to take courses outside of what you would typically say like community-based leadership and look at places like STEM fields and how leaders look like in their business, how leaders look like there, and even analyze my own leadership as a student leader and how does that look like and what does creating a community of leaders look like and how we all can push this world and our community towards more innovation and more connectivity. So yeah, that's my major. (laughs) I really appreciate the fact that both of these majors, the Black World Studies and the Diversity and Leadership are really an intersectional look at both of these different subject areas. And I also know that you're working on some incredible capstone projects. (laughs) So I would love to hear a little bit more about the way that you're applying the things that you're learning in these capstone projects. Yeah, so I'm taking two capstones, but to focus more on my Western capstone, because I've been preparing for that since like, I would say like April, May, even February. 
So my capstone is focusing on analyzing the ideologies and standpoints of Black female leaders during the Black Power and Civil Rights Movement. And I'm taking those ideologies and standpoints and applying it to today's current movement to see how we can further progress as a society. Um, and that's like, what's like the big component of what I'm researching. But another side of that is I'm researching experiential learning in the classroom. Um, because originally my capstone was going to be a study away course, but due to COVID, it can't happen. And so the hopeful plan is for me to go through the civil rights trail um, and do a lot of personal reflections upon how this, how these different sites and different uh, museums and other places I'm going to affect me as a person and how I retain and learn this, but also how it affects me emotionally. Because experiential learning in the classroom is, is a very good way to help with retention. And but particularly focusing on study away courses and even in the actual classroom, like here on campus, having an experiential learning based classroom helps students be better engaged and more like attentive to what they're learning. And so combining these two are just like a perfect combination of things I want to do in life in general. And so I get to analyze this leadership style of black women, but also apply that to the classroom. And because I want to go into student affairs and higher education and see how these different ideologies are applied to the classroom. And so it's really interesting to kind of go do this project because it's two like different areas you wouldn't necessarily put together, but I smashed them together because focusing on that intersection is this hard conversation of race and this hard conversation of centering black women in these conversations and talking about um, trigger warning rape and sexual assault and these different things that have affected the ways in which black women are seen in society and are seen as leaders and then seeing how this story here kind of creating an experience around the story affects how a student learns and so I'm really excited for this one. I can talk about my other capstone too, if you want. My second capstone, which is my Black World Studies capstone, um, I'm really, really, really excited for this one. So I am researching institutional attitudes in relation towards student leadership movements. And so I'm particularly using Miami's history of student leadership movements as a case study. And so I'm analyzing our like leadership movements as in like our anti-war um, protests that happened, particularly like Rowan Hall and how we almost became a Kent State. Um, researching Dam 2.0 and that even more um, recent student movement and seeing how what were the reactions of the institution here at Miami and how they worked with these student leaders even after this conflict and seeing how these like patterns are showing up today and how can we stop this this cycle of pattern of of like conflict and distrust and how can we work put our differences aside as like a community to move towards innovation and work towards a community that can actually advocate for students and create a student-centric and driven experience. And so I'm really excited to like research that, um, ultimately come up with like a list of recommendations for the university, talking about how can we support grassroots leaders and how can we just support student leaders in general. And so the research, getting to research about Miami's history is my history geek side's like favorite thing right now. I'm so excited to do that. So both my capstones are very big, very comprehensive, but it's going to be such a wonderful thing to look into and research and bring back this information to this community. So it's exciting to see the way that you have really learned so much here at Miami over the past several years. What do you think has been one of the most impactful things that has helped you grow in your own leadership? and your own understanding of your identity? Ooh, that's a good question. I think the most, I would say the moment that grew me the most, I'm gonna say actually the year that grew me the most was my sophomore year. Um, my sophomore year, I went through a lot of internal and external conflicts that had that led to me 
reflecting upon the ways in which I function as a human being. And like how I function as a person leads into how I function as a leader because they're kind of deeply tied. I, I usually call myself an informal person because I'm just very like personable, relatable and real, or I at least try to be. And so my sophomore year, I made that decision to like take a step back from Senate and um, go towards like a different leadership area that I'm not particularly like well versed in. So that was going into multicultural affairs and having to like readjust how I work as a leader in a very specialized area was very interesting to learn because now in this role, I know how I have a better understanding and grasp of the needs and wants of our marginalized communities and how to better convey that to upper administration at Miami. And so that sophomore year grew me a lot because I had to look internally at myself and what I was doing, but also look at the communities around me and saying, this is not working. This is not helping me. This is not serving me. This is not growing me. Let me take a step back and come back to it. And so now I'm back in ASG <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm, I missed it, but I'm really happy I took that break. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Jania, for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciated hearing all of your insights. Thank you so much for having me here today. Yeah, I'm super excited for this year.